Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you to CSE Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today, as well as a calling and a mission. You know how I feel about that. We're going to have a special show with you today, but first let's go to the Lord in prayer. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we praise you and we thank you. We thank you for your love and your grace and your mercy and your forgiveness. We thank you for always watching over us and protecting us. And we ask more for protection. Father, please keep the evil one at bay. We ask that you will put your hedge of protection around our president and his administration, Father. Guard and guide them. Guard and guide each one of us. That we can walk in your righteousness and be your beacon. That we will know what to do when evil befalls us. Bless CSE Talk Radio, Father, and bring us your wisdom. May we be that beacon. May we always speak truth and common sense. May we encourage others, regardless of the discouraging news we hear. CSE Talk Radio is here, Father. Use us. Use us to be your beacon of hope and truth and bring understanding into today's chaos. For such a time as this, we need you, Abba Father. We know you know our needs and we have faith that you will meet them and provide us a righteous path. For all these things and for all times, we pray. Amen. Well, the pandemic has brought a realization to many Americans. In fact, these past three-plus years with the current administration has exposed a lot of that deep, the deep within our governance. There are many injustices. They also call it corruption. These injustices profit many, but not usually the everyday hard-working American. Last week, There was a disgusting hearing with the Democrats going at the U.S. Attorney General. All bias and propaganda, a display of sheer disrespect for him, and frankly, for you, for all of us. But then the next day, with kid gloves on, Congress questions the big tech companies (laughs) for the things that they have been doing against the American people. The difference in the handling of these two hearings was night and day. Injustices. Corruption. American independence is vital to every American and our way of life. Not every one of us can be hooked up, nor do we want to be hooked up, to Big Corp USA. During this 2020 pandemic, small businesses have hurt, while the big corporations have prospered substantially. Mom and pop shops closed while mega... 
Places like Walmart and others were allowed to stay open, perhaps not business as usual, but doors were open and business was going on. In many cases, the legislative branch and the bureaucratic departments have helped stack the deck in the favor of big corporations. Long before the 2020 pandemic, while this is happening in many industries, it has been the near destruction of independent agriculture. All the producers of all kinds of pork, poultry, beef, grain, etc. Bill Bullard of RCAF USA has been on the show many times explaining the issues that independent producers have been dealing with for decades. Rule America. It's the foundation of this nation. What do you see happening? Should we lose all of our independent farmers and producers and ranchers? And all we had to rely on was Big Corp Ag. Product quality would significantly drop. The prices would soar even higher. That's Beth's prediction. The cattle industry is vital in America. Independence and agriculture is America. The injustices that continue are striking at the every very life of America's agriculture and independence. Remember the awesome feeling when America suddenly became energy independent? Independence is America. There was a recent report from the USDA regarding the differences between the prices of live cattle and processed meat. This number was unbalanced before, but since COVID, wow. The report came out in July, and the cattle producers have been waiting for this. It says in the USDA report... It was found, That came out in July, by the way, that before the Holcomb fire, which happened last year, the spread between boxed beef values and fed cattle prices, essentially the Packers' gross profit margin, increased 143% to a then record of $67.17 per hundred weight. During the COVID, however, disruption, the spread grew to an absurd $279 per hundred weight, more than four times the prior all-time record. My guest today is Eric Nelson. He's the Region 7 Director for RCAF USA. He is uh, a cattle feeder from Moville, Iowa, which is near Sioux City in northwest Iowa. Along with his wife and his family, he operates two feedlots, a cow-calf operation, raises crops, and operates a commercial farm seed business. He is with RCAF. He helps them. And he grew up in a Cherokee county. This is something that I find very interesting because, you know, I get all cheered up when I hear about this. But he is the... Uh, fourth generation, and his grandson will be the sixth generation in their business. And we welcome Eric to CSE Talk Radio. How are you doing today, my friend? Good morning. Greetings from Northwest Iowa. You know, I was in your uh, Sioux City area recently. I hadn't been there before. And uh, I was uh, invited to speak at uh, Wyoming's State Republican Convention, and so we decided to drive instead of fly, and we were in Sioux City, and uh, that's where your uh, one processing plant is that you said. Uh, I don't think that was processing plant. That was the wrong word. But um, that your grandfather or great-grandfather had. 
and that you still, as a family, run uh, the the uh, stockyard there. And uh, it's a beautiful area. I was very impressed with Sioux, Sioux Falls there. Uh, yeah, the Western Iowa is um, home to lots of livestock, and so um, as you travel east in Iowa, it uh, uh, there still are livestock herds, cattle in particular, but they're fewer and farther in between. And, and Western Iowa um, is, is kind of the heart of that, and and you know we're right out here, uh, only about 20 miles from South Dakota and 20 miles from Nebraska, and about 75 miles from Minnesota. So we actually get a pretty broad perspective um, politically uh, because we get to see oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the debates that are going on in, in, the, in our neighboring states as well. So it is, it is crazy. Well, I wanted to have you on. Uh, this was actually in our local newspaper, and I wanted to talk about it to somebody who actually knows what they're talking about. Sometimes Beth gets lost in the numbers. But the cattle pricing report, it, it left the producers a little, it says, unsatisfied. That's the title of this, this article explaining this USDA report, and I did download that. It was a 21-page, 20-page report, and uh I was kind of hoping that you, well, actually, I called Bill, and Bill had a death in the family, so I was scrambling to find someone else to, to talk to us about this. Um, I hear music. We're going to head into a break. So when we come back, I want you to explain this report and what exactly it tells the producers about what's going on. I think they didn't really come to a concrete conclusion, but I think you probably know. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We're visiting today with Eric Nelson of RCAF USA. What's going on, America? You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. We will be right back. is more than just a slogan. It's a brand we all look for to better this nation's economy. Liberty Tabletop is the brand of Cheryl Manufacturing. The only manufacturer of flatware in the United States of America, Liberty Tabletop creates high-quality flatware at a competitive price using the finest quality 1810 chromium nickel stainless steel. Oh, and by the way, the steel they use is also made in the USA. The steel is tested for lead and other toxic trace elements so you bring to your family a safe and pure product that will last for generations. Setting your table is an important part of every meal. The patterns you choose say something about you and your family. Bringing America home with LibertyTabletop.com or go to my website, CSETalkRadio.com, and click on their link. Call Liberty Tabletop at 844-386-2338. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive 10% off your purchase. LibertyTabletop.com. Our founding fathers knew that the heartland would be coveted by those who want the land and its resources or hated by those who simply do not understand its value. It is that simple. And yet today, the humble folks in the heartland are losing jobs and feeling the pressures from an out-of-control bureaucracy as well as outsiders with agendas. From the heartlands of America come our food, manufacturing, and our energy. 
CSC Talk Radio is a voice crying from the heartland and standing up for rural America, and so is Power the Future. Power the Future is a unique foundation established to be the voice for rural American energy jobs. Daniel Turner is a strong advocate pushing against those who would like to punish rural folks and take their jobs for the sake of climate change for the land and its wealth. I'm proud to be a part of Power the Future and bring Daniel Turner here to you. Our future depends on it. Let's power the future as we bring America home to common sense jobs and give our rural families a voice. Visit PowerTheFuture.us. PowerTheFuture.us is the way to bring America home. Balance of Nature, changing the world one life at a time. People will call and they'll say, you need to get new actors. The ones you have are really bad. <laughs> Those are truly, actually the calls that people make into their health coaches to get help. I don't sit and tell you it's going to cure the coronavirus. What it does do is that chemistry goes in and it helps your body do what it needs. The reason there's so many different types of successes is because we aren't targeting anyone. All we do is help the body help itself and whatever it finds and it can do and go in and work and fix, that's what it's going to go in and help do. Experience the balance of nature difference for yourself. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com today and use discount code RADIO5. And we have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. Eric, again, I want to thank you for being with us and discussing this report with us as much as you can and and what exactly it means. It um, it was just astonishing. My husband, actually, it was in one of the local papers here, and my husband read that, and he handed it to me. He said, you guys need to talk about this. And I said, yeah, I need to get a hold of Bill. So um, I'm certain that you've read the report because I know you stay on top of this, and I, I want you to just kind of explain to my listeners exactly what's going on. Well, you know, um, almost a year ago now, you know, there was an unfortunate fire that happened down in, in uh, Holcomb, Kansas, at a, mm-hmm. a beef slaughter plant um, that uh, belongs to Tyson, and and you know. Right after that, of course, the, and, and it slaughtered, that plant slaughters around between 5 and 6% um, of the nation's cattle, and that's the percent of the daily slaughter that that plant handles. And so, of course, it sent some shutters through the markets, mm-hmm. and um, and then so then not long after that, there were, you know, numerous groups such as ours and and other elected officials that called for an investigation and you know and then you know before that investigation was done of course you know we ended up coming down with this uh uh coronavirus uh, outbreak and and then we ended up having you know more plants shut down and so then you know everything kind of got drawn out and and some folks maybe even don't remember but back in January USDA came out and said that they really uh, had some limited scope and limited authority to, to to do the digging that they maybe really needed to do, and some mm-hmm. of us were frustrated with that that it took them four almost four months to figure out that they uh, 
um, we're we're kind of uh, having trouble getting uh, the investigation done the, the way they wanted. But actually, it, it was somewhere in somewhere along the line that the U.S. Department of Justice actually got involved and started doing kind of was doing almost a parallel investigation. And that's and that's actually I think is the uh, uh, kind of the top of the this report, they come right out and say that, that this report is not, you know, in no means is a rendering of of of, uh, of any wrongdoing that's going on because, <laughs> you know, because uh, Department of Justice is is still working on that and uh, and and you know we have no idea of knowing um, how long that's going to take, but I. Uh, I, I do have knowledge. I mean, I've, I've talked to people that have been called by the Department of Justice, so I do know that they are they, are, they are working, they are investigating. And so, um, you know, I, <laughs> you're talking to a guy that, that gets frustrated with USDA as, as much as, as anybody else, um, but I, I think that because of this, the, of, the, of the ongoing investigation, that they've their ability to have as wide um, uh, uh, of a response as what we were all hoping for, I think was was kind of they were painted in a corner a little bit. And so, what what it, and 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 they I, you know they did a, a fine job I think of illustrating you know what what happened to the prices and and we all know what what happened to the prices. You know, uh, you know the the prices that cattlemen receive ultimately ended up taking a pretty big dip, and uh, the the prices that those preparing uh, the beef carcasses and fabricating those and selling them to the retailer ended up, uh, you know, that spread became just grotesquely historically, you know, all time high. Um, and, and so we all we all understand that. And the fortunate thing is the, you know, just there are still ongoing investigations. But I think the big news that we really need to to really focus on um, is the considerations um, at the end of this report. And uh, they didn't really have to um, come out with those. Um, yeah. And and. And and initially, um, you know, my reaction again was was disappointing. And but the further I get into it, and and look at at some of these considerations that they have listed, you know, some of the problems that that uh, our uh, livestock mandatory reporting system has, and and recommended some some changes there. You know, I know um, I know several market news reporters around the country, and they've been frustrated with. The, the situation in Colorado, there are so few trades, um, negotiated trades in Colorado that confidentiality is always an issue so that we, we basically don't get any reports on, Col- on Colorado. But we can, that can be massaged by moving the, the region that, um, that Colorado falls into so that the, um, there's, there are more transactions. And so anyway, there, there's a number of things there that can be done, um, but and, and I, you know, I really wanted wanted to work my way down um, the, you know, kind of their list of considerations, and I thought, you know, the, the big one was um, addressing, 
the um, the the need for um, you know uh, the uh, negotiated um, trade and the um, kind of the seamless uh, ability to be able to see that and and mm-hmm. so I know um, in visiting with congressional offices here in Iowa they've actually really uh, and and you know the the entire Iowa congressional delegation is is pushing forward on on the Grassley Tester you know fifty fourteen um, spot market bill where uh, if pat if if uh, you know put into place would negotiate uh, would mandate fifty percent of the uh, cattle slaughtered um, weekly uh, you know that fifty percent of those would be negotiated and and be slaughtered within fourteen days and so there again USDA references that not specifically but in a broad fashion and I think there are some in D.C. that feel that uh, that USDA was kind of uh, um, pointing in that direction, so to speak. In in this, so maybe we're, are we inching <laughs> inching the yeah. way in the right direction with the USDA? You know, I I know that there's many producers that have been disappointed in the USDA over the last decade or two <laughs> or more, and there's one uh, producer here in in Missouri that she refers to USDA as Uncle Sam destroying agriculture. I think the new administration is trying. I think uh, it's slow. I mean this this stuff has been going. You know, the, the deck that's been stacked against the producers, in particular the cattle producers lately, is uh, is astronomical. And it's been there for a long time. So to cut through all the the stuff that's there and get to what's really happening, it's, it's going to take a little time, I think. But we've got to make it, we've got to keep punching at it, as, as the old saying goes. Well, correct. And I, and I think, yeah, I mean, well, I agree completely with that analysis, and 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 as much as cattle and livestock producers have been on the firing line, you know, back here where I'm at, everybody raises corn and soybeans, and it's not a gravy train, and hasn't been for a number of years for corn mm-hmm. and soybean producers. And I think what's starting to be realized more all the time, and of course, producers realize these things first, and then it takes. I'm saddened by how long it takes some of our farm organizations to, to, to get on board with some of these things. But a lot of things have changed since the 1996 Farm Bill, which was the, the fateful Freedom to Farm um, legislation that passed clear back then. And then right before that was NAFTA. And, you know, the, the world that we live in and produce ag products is way different today than it was in 94, 95, and 96. In those days, we really, we innocently thought that, yeah, we bought into, a bunch of us did, that, you know, yeah, uh, the world market was going to be kind to us forever and that everything would be, you know, it would be forever the land of milk and honey. And fast forward 25 years and things look uh, considerably different. And, And I think it's calling out for... Uh, a, a shift of direction in farm policy, and, uh, and and I think that we're just on on the front edge of that, and and the, the cattle uh, industry is kind of leading that forward. Um, but the, the you know we, we can't just go forward in, as agriculture with a tin cup and ask for money and then oh, and then no. and not 
want solutions. And right now, there aren't enough groups that are putting solutions together and and suggested solutions to our elected officials. And I I think that's kind of the the next step that we really need to get after. Well, and uh, that's one reason we're so thankful for our CAF USA and what they're doing. Uh, We... uh... We need to get everybody home together, and I want to talk about that a little bit when we come back from this break. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I titled today's show, When the Deck is Stacked Against You. You know, if it's stacked against agriculture, it's stacked against America, because that is America. Rural America is the foundation of all America. And we have Eric Nelson, who is Region 7, is that correct, director of RCAF USA. We will be right back. We have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Visiting today with Eric Nelson of RCAF USA. And we're, our prayers do go out. I don't know exactly. Uh, uh, Bill just shared with me that he had a loss in the family. You know, yesterday, and I'm going to bring this together, Eric. Everything that happens, especially in agriculture, affects everyone. And uh, so if any of you are listening out there and you think, well, I don't live on the farm or I've not been a rancher or I've not been a capitalist, you know, don't think that these things don't affect you. Well, this week when they had that explosion in Beirut, they only have about a month of grain left. And that is staggering. They lost 85% of their of the grain there where they keep it in storage they lost 85% and they only produced 10% now i'm always talking about a common denominator with americans from sea to shining sea and all us flyover states and it's food and i really believe that the independent producers and farmers you know I believe they're the way to go. We have the safest, the best food here in the USA than anywhere. But you have so many obstacles you have to overcome. This, the deck is stacked against you, and then you have you have people attacking. We have the radicals, which are with the animal rights groups. We have the radicals of the environmental groups. We have our own uh, big corpse attacking because they want they're greedy. You know, they want it all. They want to get you bought out. And we have our own packers and stockyards that work against you sometimes and the USDA. So we have RCAP USA. I've had you on. I've had OCM on. I've had Cavalry Group on. And we're all dealing with these. I haven't had OCM on for a long time. But we're they're all dealing with and fighting these things. And we need to just come together. And uh, I believe there's strength in numbers. And uh, I think there's wise people in all of these organizations that uh, we can fight this, but we have to do it together. The one thing, you know, I moved from the city to rural America, and uh, the one thing I found, I love it here. I just absolutely love it here, that uh, 
the most stubborn and independent people you will ever meet, and the kindest are the farmers and the ranchers and the producers, those who are providing for America and feeding us all. And uh, they are the unsung heroes every single day. And I'm going to let you kind of take it from there because I know what you do in RCAF USA and how we kind of, you watch these things, these reports, and you kind of pay attention to what's going on. I, I want you to kind of talk about that, coming together. Well, and you're absolutely right. And 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 we it needs to be a pretty big tent, uh, in my oh, opinion, yeah. for, because we need a lot of help. And, and I'm going to back into just a little bit, and this is, this is a, a slow train working on USDA, but USDA mm-hmm. really ends up becoming, I believe, it's kind of a, a mirror image of, of who we are. And, and I think that the perspectives, and, and, I, and this is coming from a guy that's very frustrated with USDA, but I also know that there are a lot of really, really great people that, mm-hmm. that work, that work there. But it's, it's, perspectives uh, and, and the, the people that they end up interfacing with that, in my estimation, have kind of let us down. And, and we've, uh, all of us as producers, um, have our groups that we belong to, you know, and, and mm-hmm. a, lot of the, a lot of those groups anymore um, have drifted from uh, the, a mission, a, a, a kind of a producer-guided mission to to one that's kind of a, a kind of a narrative that's written by a lot of these large global corporations and and we've and we've just we haven't tended the store and we need to get back involved you know uh, in the state of Iowa I've been involved with Farm Bureau for a, a long time and right now they're really at a crossroads deciding whether or not they're gonna um, they're gonna side with independent producers or if they're just going to kind of stand aside and and allow this consolidation to really rapidly go through. And I think that it's that way everywhere um, and, and throughout a lot of different groups, you know, and it's really the, the blessing that our cast has been since its inception is everybody has a vote and, and, and we very, very specifically are working. We're working on producer-based issues every day, and that's that's you know that's really all we do, you know. And so well, and you are producers. Be- you are Correct. producers, so so you understand and you know you're living that. And I think sometimes in these bigger organizations, or particularly the USDA, they hire people to come in and do the paperwork, and they hire people to come in and do this and do that. They've not been on the farm. Or they're so removed from having ever been on the farm. You know, how many generations, you know, you, you spoke, uh, you know, in your bio there that in this, in, uh, with your great-grandfathers, it's going to be six generations with your grandson. Six generations. They don't like that, some of those people in D.C. I've got a friend here in Missouri. He's seven generations. It, it just... You know, it, it overwhelms my soul. I just think it is such a wonderful thing. And yet other people think it's something else. But if they're so far removed, how can, how can DC dictate what is best down on the farm or for the producer if they're not there? And that's what's so good about RCAF USA. You are the producers. 
Well, and, and we're, I'm really excited that we've, you know, <laughs> in order to make gains, sometimes you've got to step backwards. And, and economically, mm-hmm. we've stepped backward because of this pandemic and because of even because of the Holcomb fire. It's been hard on cattle producers, but it's really pulled the curtain back on the narrative. You know, the narrative for years, almost for a generation, from the large global ag corporations is that we have to be low-cost producers. You know, you just, this is a really sophisticated business. It's a global economy, and Mm -hmm. and ag producers have to be low-cost producers because we've got to have, you know, uh, reasonably priced food for the consumers. Well, that, all of that sham was obliterated here in the last 120 days when we were giving products away practically and consumers were getting rolled at the other end. And so all of that economic hooey is, is the, the curtains pulled back on that. You know, the reason that we've been doing what we're doing hasn't been for the economic benefit of anybody other than a handful of corporations. And, and that has invigorated a number of people in elected office, uh, and they now clearly see things as they are. And, and again, I'm a big believer that everything is perspective, and there's a lot of people that until they're right in it, that they just, they can't see it. And, and we have, we've had a lot of people now that have finally been able to see the problems that we're faced with really clearly and are stepping forward to help. And, and we need, we need even more people to step forward. And, you know, I would encourage anybody and go out on C-SPAN and all these things are available online. But if you go do a, a, a search for Grassley Chester, um, floor speech from two days ago. So it had been on, uh, the 4th of August and, um, Senator Grassley from Iowa and Senator Chester from Montana do a great job in, in kind of just going through step by step. Uh, what we're up against, and um, and Senator Grassley does a great job because he's been, you know, he's been in office a long time and long enough, and he's a farmer, and he's yeah. seen all these how all these problems have developed. I like that little twinkle in his eye. He gets every once in a while. <laughs> I hear the music again. You know, uh, Eric, coming together like that and understanding, and you know, unfortunately, we still have people out here in the good old USA that still they really don't understand farming and how how it has progressed with technology and everything. It's not like grandmothers or great grandmother and grandfather's farm on you know it's it's totally different. And, and they don't understand that. And global is how we have to go. But we have to keep independence in there somehow, some way. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We're visiting with Eric Nelson of RCAF USA. What happens in agriculture happens in America. And we will be right back. If Ernest Hemingway was alive today, would he say this to you? Shakespeare, Mark Twain, Edgar Allan Poe, all great writers. 
And after reading your book, I simply must add you to the list. Wait, you don't have a book yet. So make a free call to Page Publishing. Their expert staff can help you turn your book idea into a real book, a masterpiece that could someday make the bestseller list in hard copy and digitally all across the world. Page Publishing can help you completely take your idea for a book, write it, and publish it. So if you want to join the ranks of some of the most famous authors in the world, call now for a free information kit. Turn your book idea into publishing gold. Make a free call right now to Page Publishing. 800-378-3212. That's 800-378-3212. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. For the longest time, I've wanted to come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. But up until now, I haven't been able to find anything that held up to my high standards. I finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create the ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. My new Giza Dream bed sheets are made with this long staple cotton, and I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. The first night you sleep on my sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. The Giza Dream sheets are available in a variety of colors, and like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Right now, you can get your very own by calling 1-800-978-6168 and use the promo code BETHANN to get 30% off plus free shipping. Makeup America is a brand new line of makeup made in America. Ladies, did you know that most American beauty brands do not make their cosmetics here in the USA? There is no guarantee of quality and transparency of ingredients, testing on animals, abidance to health and safety regulations, or quality control within the manufacturing environment. The old saying, beauty is only skin deep, refers to what's on the inside of the woman. And as you know, what's inside your beauty products matters to your skin. Makeup America is made in the USA, and they pledge to you that their products are non-GMO, paraben-free, fragrance-free, and never tested on animals. Launch your patriotism with Independence Red, Lady Liberty Blue. There's a variety of nail and lip colors to match. And lip care. MakeupAmerica.us Use promo code BETH20 to receive 20% discount. MakeupAmerica.us Gold is an investment. Melody Cedarstrom at Discount Gold and Silver is CSE Talk Radio's choice for gold, silver, and all your precious metals. Gold and silver are the ultimate forms of wealth. They are beautiful and alluring to virtually everyone on earth. They are extremely scarce and can't be counterfeited. Your contact, your trusted dealer is Melody Cedarstrom at Discount Gold and Silver. Discount Gold and Silver take pride in their business practices. No hard pressure sales, no boiler room tactics, low prices, quality products, fast shipping. For all your gold, silver, platinum, and palladium needs, buy and sell. Discount Gold and Silver take pride in the fact that they educate their clients so that you can make an informed decision. Visit Melody Cedarstrom at dgscoins.com or call her at 1-800-375-4188. dgscoins.com or 1-800-375-4188. 
888-888-4188. Discount Gold and Silver is the common sense way to invest. We have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We're visiting today with Eric Nelson of RCAF USA, and we're we're talking about our food supply. You know, when we went into that break, Eric, I said, "What happened?" You know, the old saying, "What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas." Well, what happens in agriculture here in America happens to all America, and I think that's something that you know that we all need to realize that is our food is our common denominator and we've talked about cool before the country of origin labeling and i've encouraged my listeners to make phone calls and to take action on that and to even express to their their supermarkets you know that that's what they want they want the labeling and uh i think that is vitally important i was disappointed in many of our senators and legislatures that they really are in rural America, and they kind of went against the farmer and the rancher on that. And I was pretty upset with them. I haven't forgiven them yet for that. But uh, um, let's talk just a little bit about cool. Well, that's great because it's it's actually um, a move is, is coming back. And I know RCAF has been working for some months, uh, and Bill Bullard has done a lot of work on that, trying to come up with a – mandatory cool law that would be um, uh, compliant with the World Trade Organization. And mm-hmm. and along those lines, uh, the Senate Finance Committee actually had uh, held a hearing just last week um, with experts and, and our negotiators that are involved with the World Trade Organization, and they're trying to to really make the World Trade Organization function a lot better a little more fairly, I think it's pretty widely held that WTO has not been very friendly to the United States and has has been has put us at a disadvantage over the last number of years. And and I guess I'll just fast forward through all that, but I think there's there's real solid hope that we're going to be able to get a reworked mandatory country of origin labeling yeah. law back in place because, as you remember, the reason that it was repealed in 2015 was because WTO was was threatening to file a trade case. And so uh, our elected officials then kind of uh, decided that we we couldn't stand the risk. Um, And so if we can get um, an MCOOL rule back that that is compliant, it should be able to skate through. And so we're, we're really excited on that, and that's and that's really I wanted to back into a really a call of, of action and for all the listeners out there. You know, uh, implore your elected officials uh, at the state and the and the federal level, but obviously this is going to be a federal um, law. But it's always it's helpful too if you if there are a number of state legislators that that are um, uh, not opposed to cool, in fact, very much in favor of it, and they can help us lobby. At the national level, but um, a we need we need to make calls, you know, demanding that we can that we get uh, mandatory cool back in place, and then also at the same time be calling, particularly um, if you have uh, a, Demo- a, a senator in the Democratic Party that's on the Senate Ag Committee. We really need support right now for our 5014 Spot Market Protection Act. Um, 
to be able to get that moving in the Senate Ag Committee. And we have really solid Republican support on the Senate Ag Committee, and and we're really grateful and thankful for that support. But we we continue um, to need additional support on the on the Democrat side in the Senate Ag Committee. Um, and then and then lastly, uh, RCAF's annual convention is coming up here in a couple weeks, uh, the 19th, 20th, and 21st out in Deadwood, South Dakota. And uh, there will be some links um, to be able to, there will be presentations for those of you that are, are unable to, to come out and join us there. Um, there will be links. You'll be able to see presentations, and there will be a tremendous amount of information, information that you won't get anywhere else that uh, our CAF uh, staff and board members and 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 passionate members um, on different um, subject areas will be presenting and and it, it's it, it's just a a wealth of information and and I think it'll really help point us forward in this uh, watershed time that we find ourselves in. Mm-hmm. I mean we we need to be making some some policy changes. Uh, we we have to um, or the independent producer um, is going to go away. And, and, again, we got to see a glimpse of what happens when leverage is gone. And we saw that yeah. this spring in, in midst of, of the COVID situation. There were food shortages, and that's it, it's a shame here um, with the abundance that we have. Uh, we need to get these things figured out. Absolutely. And uh, it's okay to be global. But we have to be able to take care of ourselves first. Uh, independence is absolutely important. I don't have everybody's state numbers, but I do have the D.C. switchboard number for your congressman, and that is 202. I've got it memorized. 202-224-3121. That's 202-224-3121. And you can go to RCAF USA. That's r CAF. USA.com, r-calfusa.com, and uh, when again is your uh, annual meeting? The 19th, 20th, and 21st. The 19th is actually our private property rights day. We have a, a awesome. tremendous member that will be going all over all of the, and that's really foreign discussion to me. I sat in on it last year. You know, those of us here more in the Midwest. You know, we don't have, uh, you know, grazing permits and those kinds of things. Um, and, and, and we don't get drawn into quite as many water rights, uh, issues, but, you know, in, in just to the west of us, they really do. And, uh, and that discussion will be the, the best that you could, uh, take in anywhere. And, yeah. um, and then we'll, we'll, we'll do you know who the lineup. speakers are for that? Um, I believe. Angus McIntosh, I believe. Okay, no, I've met him. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't have. Okay, the, that's uh, okay. I put you on the, the spot. I apologize for that. Right in front of we, me, but um, we deal with some of that because we have Range Magazine that we promote here that deals with that, and I have the Range Rights and Resource uh, groups on, and I uh, have spoke at several of their. Uh, things that they have put on their conferences on an annual basis, and and I've met I've met Macintosh uh, several times at those. Um, good guy, good speech. You know he, he knows what he's talking about. But Range Magazine is is something I promote, and I'm going to throw that out there right now. RCAF, everybody that's a member of RCAF USA needs to subscribe to Range Magazine. 
And if you do that, you'll be sure and tell them Beth sent you and tell CJ hi. She and I just have an agreement. I don't make any money off of it. So it's just important to me that people get the information out. That's that's what's important. Uh, so as and, long and as I can stay here, that's what we're going to do. And I'm a subscriber. And have, and ha- I'm a subscriber to Range and have been for a number of years, and I always look forward to when it comes. And and it's tickled me over the years. I've I've known a number of people that that have had some featured articles done out west. And so, um, yeah, it's a wonderful yeah. publication. Absolutely, and, and and it's a small world. I've, I've connected with the CO2 Coalition, and they write and put things in there. And, of course, Tom DeWeese, I've known him for years, and, and he sometimes has some things in there for CJ. And CJ is just an awesome patriot. She just is. If you haven't met CJ, well, I haven't met her personally. <laughs> I haven't been able to get out there to meet her, but uh, she's a wonderful person, a very good patriot. Eric, thank you. Thank you so much. Good luck with your annual uh, meeting. RCAFUSA.com. That's R with a dash. CAFUSA.com. You know, folks, America needs to come together. We're a land from sea to shining sea, but there's a whole lot of nation in between to bring America home. For too long now, those whose ancestors carved from a vast wilderness an awe-inspiring extension of Western civilization have been without any semblance of political representation. Abandoned by the political establishment, we now face the prospect of losing our national identity, culture, and our way of life. But there is hope. There is still time to right these wrongs. And there is a vehicle to organize our people into a force capable of reclaiming America's destiny. The American third position is that vehicle. It's a political party for our people, led by extraordinary patriots like Bill Johnson, Kevin McDonald, and myself, James Edwards. Our ancestors from the gates of Vienna to the sands of Iwo Jima sacrificed their all in order to secure Providence's most precious gift freedom. Now it's our turn. Learn more at the American Third Position website, American3P.org. That's American, the number three, the letter P.org. This is the American Third Position, American3P.org. Hey, this is Matt from Blood River Radio. Blood River Radio is your voice to save our land, our people, and our future. We propose Christian solutions to an anti-Christian assault on our bloodlines. We love what we do, but we cannot do it without your help. The annual operating cost of Blood River Radio is more than even a team of people should bear alone. With your donation, we can take the fight to our enemies and hold our own people accountable for their treachery against us. Please go to our website, www.bloodriverradio.com and find a way to help us that is suitable for you. We are thankful for any cash, check, or money orders we get. We also appreciate your correspondence or letters of encouragement. Once again, please help, and thank you for joining the fight. (laughs) 